What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 880. In this episode, I'll discuss anti-10A monitoring of anoxaparin and VTE prophylaxis. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 880. An advantage of using anoxaparin for VTE prophylaxis is that it has predictable pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics, which allow for either fixed dosing of 40 mg sub-Q1 daily or half a milligram per kilo in the case of obese patients. However, many patient characteristics exist that can reasonably call into doubt the predictability of anoxaparin dosing, such as renal impairment, critical illness, and pregnancy. Given that the ability to monitor anti-10A levels in response to anoxaparin dosing has become widespread, many clinicians opt to use anti-10A monitoring for patients on anoxaparin who have one or more of these characteristics. However, the benefits of this practice are largely unknown. To evaluate patient outcomes from anti-10A monitoring of anoxaparin for VTE prophylaxis, a group of authors published a single-center retrospective review in the journal Pharmacotherapy. The authors used a composite primary outcome of any venous thromboembolism, any bleeding, and mortality in the 30 days after starting anoxaparin. Over 6,600 patients who received anoxaparin for VTE prophylaxis were analyzed, just under 5% of which received anti-10A monitoring. The adjusted odds ratio was 1.26 for the primary outcome comparing monitored to unmonitored patients with a 95% confidence interval ranging from 0.75 to 2.11. This indicates no statistically significant benefit that can be attributed to anti-10A monitoring. When each of the parts of the composite outcome were analyzed separately, there was no benefit found for anti-10A monitoring. The authors concluded, the results of this study support current guidelines which recommend against anti-10A guided dosing in patients receiving low molecular weight heparin for VTE prophylaxis, as the small likelihood of benefit associated with this practice does not seem clinically significant enough to justify the potential cost and associated effort. In their discussion of the results, the authors highlight that lack of benefit was also noted in subgroups of patients that monitoring is typically recommended for, such as those with obesity and active cancer, although they note that patients who were pregnant or had severe renal insufficiency were underrepresented in the study. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the elective rotation.